Detroit.com. What is going on? Week four of the NFL season, or as I like to call it, the AJ Green week after AJ his performance Green. on Thursday, already dashing my dreams of going on to 4 0 in my league. Um, yeah, it was not good. It was not good. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to the uh, Fourth and four fantasy football podcast right here on ClickOnDetroit.com. I am Louis Canberry, of course, and of course, I'm with my main man Ian. What's up, Doug? What's up? Now I'm on the other side of that coin because, as you know, in our dynasty league, mm. I paid the farm to trade for AJ Green on Tuesday. You did, and that paid off for me. That's got to feel great. One. Like oh, you know, when you so make a trade, good. when you make a trade, so and, and Ian, I don't know if you're like me on this. I'm not. I would say I'm not a good trade partner no, in fantasy not. football. You are I, I, it's not, I don't think it's that I overvalue my players or undervalue other people's players. It's I hate taking risks. And I just hate second-guessing myself and thinking like, dang, man, why does he want this guy from my team? <laughs> like, he must be better than I actually think he is. So I don't like... I know that, but at least I know I'm not a good trade partner. There are people out there in fantasy Let's football world. Let's make a trade today before this show's over. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I do need a quarterback. I know you do. Desperately. That's what we're talking about Desperately today. Desperately need a quarterback. I know you do. Um, it is. It's getting real nasty in that in the dynasty league with my quarterback situation. I mean, real, real ugly. Real nasty. When when I'm getting angry. Numbers. That I don't win a waiver wire claim for Cody Kessler. <laughs> you know my team is in dire straits, dire needs of a quarterback. Um, but yeah, man, real quick, I want. So what I was trying to say is, like, you made that trade on Tuesday, and you gave up a lot for him. Yeah. It's got to feel really good to see it pay off, and like you were, you went after a guy that you obviously thought very highly of and then he goes out and has a monster game on Thursday. It's got to feel so good. It felt amazing last night. It felt amazing. I know it was only one week and I basically mortgaged my whole future. Correct. Uh to try to win now. Correct. Uh gave up a first next year in the most beloved 2017 rookie draft mm-hmm. ever. The 18 draft, I gave up a second Plus Josh Doxson. Yeah. All for AJ Green. You gave but up pieces. He gave he got thirty points week. But Josh one. Green, I mean, uh, AJ Green is already gonna get you as my mind's on Josh Gordon, as you can tell. Uh AJ Green is already gonna get you a win this week. I mean right. that is like Maybe when, you know, I was just like watching the game last night and I had Landry going. Yeah. And so I knew I had Landry going. But I have this whole thing where I don't like looking at my opponent's roster in any of my fantasy football leagues. What? And on Sunday, I don't track points. I don't look at my team's points. I don't know who I'm going up against. I don't want to know because it's out of my hands. Once I set my roster, once I set my lineup, my job is done. My job is done. That's the burn. (laughs) It's the burn that I don't want. You don't like the sweat? No, I don't want it. I I don't want it because I don't want to know... I don't want to sit there on Sunday while I'm watching the games and get angry when someone I see someone you know kick the field goal. Let's and I'm like, no, we got. I'd rather let's not say know. You bet on a game. Let's say, let's say hypothetically. Hypothetically, you, if you I'm putting money, if I'm putting action on a game, you then I would watch, watch the game. game. That game I watch. That's not the same. That game I watch. 
because that's one sole game where I have a winner and a loser. I don't like to be spread across 16 games and sit there and think, oh man, well, I got this guy in one league, oh, but, I got him in, but I'm going up against him in another league. I don't like that. I'm it ruins my Sundays. Points. It ruins my Sundays. So I don't look at my opponent's roster, and I don't look at my team's points. I have a, I have a gauge of how many sure. points my team score, because obviously I know my players, but I have no idea who I'm going up against. And so I don't know until Monday, right when I wake up on Monday. So I go to bed on Sunday. Yes. I still don't know. That's I nuts. wake up on Monday. That's when I go on the phone, I'm go on the app, and I look weekend. at I'm just going to find <laughs> all the players against you. I'm going to text you how they're doing all weekend. So... I had a bad feeling, however, as I was watching the game last night then in this one league, where I'm three and zero in this league, and I have I had Landry going, and I and I, I I knew who I was facing. I at least know my opponent. Sure. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, the guy I'm playing drafted right behind me. I had the seventh overall pick. He had the eighth overall pick. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I kind of remember his draft, but then I don't remember his draft. So I'm thinking, who was his first round pick? And then I got this, then this like real, this is, happened around the third quarter. And I got this bad feeling. I was like, oh, man. That dude took A.J. Green right <laughs> after I stupidly took Des Bryant. Oh, which we'll talk about. Which we will talk about. Although I still think Des will finish the season with well over 1,000 yards and over 10 touchdowns. I think it's just going to be truncated. So you're losing five, six games, but he's still going to get it in those 10 games because Des is an animal. But I looked. Last night, and you I did. saw the 33 points that AJ Green dropped on my team, and it's it's a bad feeling because now I go to Sunday thinking, ugh, you're done. Now I gotta make my my now my number one receiver, Jarvis Landry, since Dez is not gonna be in my lineup this week, just got trounced by 20 points. That's not a good way to start things that off. Is, of the week. It's nah. not a good way to start. And so I hate it. I hate Thursday football games. I've told you this a million times. Yeah. I can't stand Thursday night football games. Uh, they're goofy. I wanted to t- if that if this game was on Sunday, I would have taken the Bengals for my Survivor League. But because it's a Thursday game, you never know what's going to happen. You can't trust players after, th- you know, three days of rest. Especially Andy Dalton. Especially Andy Dalton. I never want to trust Andy Dalton. So I would have taken the game on Sunday, but I didn't take the game. So now watch me lose my Survivor thing on Thursday. The Bengals have ruined this whole week of football for me. I'm <laughs> so angry at the Cincinnati Bengals. Love A.J. Green. <sighs> Lo- you know, as an A.J. Green owner, though, someone who gave up, like multiple years, like picks. Yeah, I just thought he was gonna get hurt on every play. <laughs> I'm watching him like his mom probably watches the yeah, game. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Please don't. Oh, oh god. And then he did get lit a little bit on the sidelines. Yep. Watching at that point, I'm like, when they drove him to the ground, yep. it was extra curricular and didn't yep. need to happen. I'm they like, couldn't even give him a flag on that. That's the kind of play yep. where a guy loses a knee for a season yep. on something yep. stupid like that. And I don't know what it was about those. Player. It's it's those those white unis they were wearing on Thursday. And AJ's so like long, and those and his He's legs are so skinny. Everything. Like it just, it just, he looked like he was gonna get hurt. Yeah. But then like he just kept catching, and every catch was like a spectacular catch. Yeah. The guy is so good. His catch radius is unbelievable. Unbelievable. That guy can go up, down. He's like the Vladimir Guerrero of wide receivers. <laughs> you know, if Vlad can hit all over the place, this guy can catch all over the place. It's very impressive. Uh, AJ Green's good. So to the owners who have AJ Green on their team, congratulations. You have a really good chance of winning this week in fantasy football because when your receiver drops a 30-burger, 
That's nice. That is so nice. It must be nice. You're trying to get to 100 every week, right? 100, 115. Hundred's a good goal in I'm in a half point PPR. Yeah. If I get just a little bit over 100, I say good. I did my work. Right. Now the defense needs to carry me the rest of the way. Right. I got to hope that my opponent does bad. Yeah, right. that's all. So if you're starting one-third to your goal, that's, that's After awesome. one player, yeah. you, know, you still got eight to go. So you got a solid team, uh, solid outlook for this week, I should say. I don't want to sit here and say you have a solid team because, I mean, it's like a good team. But, like, I think Prestige Worldwide is a better team. Really? I do. We should compare rosters before Deep down, the I think Prestige Worldwide is just a better overall okay. roster. You just want to start at the quarterback position? <laughs> <laughs> we could skip the quarterback. We could make yours better. I could take, like, all four of my junky quarterbacks, and they still wouldn't match your one quarterback. My backup? Your backup quarterback. I mean, my team is so bad at quarterback position. But... And I just want to start off. I just want to go through. We did this last time. I just want to go through all these games. Yeah, let's do it. And I think this is a great way for us to really get through these teams and get through some of the players we like. So I'm going to start it off here in the Eastern time zone. This game is going to start off at 930 in the morning because they're playing in beautiful Wembley Stadium. I love this. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Waking up up in the morning, I feel like like, this is how people in California feel when they wake up and they just have football on. This is just the greatest thing in the world. I get excited when I'm in Chicago over the weekend and the game started at noon and I'm like, whoa, it's so early. And I love it. I love it. Uh, So at 9.30, the Colts take on the Jaguars. Who do you like? I mean, uh, this is a weird game. I like the Colts. I think the Jags are just struggling right now. Yeah. Uh, offensively, their offensive line is really ble- bad. Blake Bortles is not good. Allen Robinson is obviously amazing. The running game has no idea what's going on. I actually like the Colts. I like Frank Gore and T.Y. Hilton to have really good games this week. I, I like the running backs in this game. Um, and my reasoning is more just because when you travel, I think it's the one thing that no one can mess up. It's just turn around, sure. hand the ball off, and let the big guys block up front. So I like the running backs in this matchup. I'm a little worried the game's in London. You never know how these players are going to react, but they've been out there all week, so you can't be too concerned, I guess. Um, quarterbacks should still be good in this game as well, but I think I like the running backs a little bit more. Let's move on back to the States. The Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans. These are this, this is a weird team because the Titans seem to suck the life out of fantasy football yeah. in their games. They for have a good defense for yeah. both teams. Yeah, Their offense, aside from, their, aside from DeMarco Murray, who has been running the ball very well, um, the most unsexy, they, like best running back. Yeah, it's it's really seen. weird, and the Titans just seem seem to bring the worst out in everyone that they play. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Do you think do you think the same thing's gonna happen here with the Texans, or do you like their offensive starters? Well, I like I like their offensive starters because they ha- played so bad last week. I feel like you this got an is, extra three days. Right. I feel like this is probably one of those games where you're down on them because they look so bad and then they blow up again. And so it's one of those things where you can never really figure out a team and that's the Houston Texans. I know the uh JJ Watt is done for the season. So I think they pro- uh, hopefully the, the offense kind of looks at that and says, yeah. "Well, now it's us." Because I think there's there's they're that going to give up some more points. Sure. And so they're probably going to have to play from behind a little bit more, but not this week. I think they win big this week. I think they just come out and throw the ball deep. Uh you know, you look at who the Titans have played and they really haven't played a team that throws the ball deep, right? So, I mean, even Amari Cooper yeah. is more of a... a yeah, the Raiders match. aren't the, sitting back there throwing 50-yard bombs every play, yeah. The Lions are more of a, a team Quick short, West Coast, right? yep, yep. And then uh, their first game was against Minnesota, and even Diggs is kind of that same mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, so, but that was with Sean Hill, but yeah. Right, and so Fuller and Hopkins are completely different receivers than they've seen all season. Yep. Um, and Lamar Miller, they're obviously going to get a strong dose of Lamar Miller. Yeah, as long as the Titans... 
give Osweiler the time, sure. he's going to gun it. I and agree. he's going to go deep a lot. Yeah. Um, I like Texans I think big. Parrish Cox, you know, showed against the Lions with all those pass interference penalties. And against the Raiders, he got beat up by Crabtree a lot. Um, he's not a shutdown corner. No. Uh, and they treat him as such because they right. put him on an island. And right. so um, I think DeAndre Hopkins could have a big game. And yep. I think the Texans will have a big game. Yep. Uh, that's actually my survivor pick for this week. These nice, Texans. I like it. Um, Go on to a team that a lot of people are probably going to pick for their survivor leagues. The Washington Redskins home with the Cleveland Browns. Is there anything to like from Cleveland? Yeah, Terrell Pryor for sure. Nice. Um, so he... you trust Terrell Pryor as your wide, as a wide receiver too or as a flex? How, how are you going on him? Uh, man, this week, no Josh Gordon, no Corey Coleman, uh, and no Josh McCown. So if he gets any of that Wildcat stuff, I you could make a case for a wide receiver too. And okay. this is why I would make a case for wide receiver too. A lot of your wide receiver ones have really tough matchups. Yep. Yep. Uh, Julio is against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans is against yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. what? LA? No, yeah, LA. Is that right? No, Tampa was playing someone else. Uh, Ari- oh, Tampa's, Tampa's, yeah, Tampa's playing Arizona. Tampa's got the Broncos. Tampa's got the Broncos. Tom, Arizona's Tampa's playing Bron- LA. Yeah. yeah. So he's got yeah. a kid on him all day. Right, right. So good so, luck. Right. So he's got the Denver defense. So, your ones are really gonna have some bad. You're gonna have some bad weeks for a bad from your week top from the guys, ones. Yeah, aside week. from AJ Green, yeah, right. Except for AJ Green, who already played against a really bad Miami team. So yeah, I like Terrell Pryor. I think it's a very sneaky two. If you if and I, I mean he's a must start at flex. Yeah, I think you have to have him in your lineup as a flex now because you got to get your uh, you got to get your points on him now because sure. he's probably been on your bench. He's probably been worried to, right, to get him out there. Yeah. Him last week. No, you probably weren't but starting him. If you were starting him? him last week, that means you probably got a depleted roster sure. and you needed to get him in there. Maybe the injury bug hit you, which turned out to be a good thing. But um, Terrell Pryor is an interesting case the rest of the way now because it, it looks like Josh Gordon's career with the Cleveland Browns is, is going to be over. Yep. Um, so wait for a couple weeks. Josh Gordon owners, keep him on your team because Bill Belichick will sign him, will bring him to New England, and he will be a fantasy juggernaut at the end of the season. I got a question for you right now, Ian. I got a qu- question for you right now. Yep. Break stride. Going forward, the rest of the season, who would you rather have on your roster? The suspended... Josh Gordon, who is probably going to get cut in a couple days, if not today, or Sammy Watkins. Who would you rather have on your roster? Josh Gordon. Me too. Yeah. I don't Isn't that crazy? Josh Gordon probably plays one game this year, which is one more than Sammy Watkins plays. No. <laughs> no? That's rough for Sammy. I mean, it's it's rough. I, I don't know what to look at it with Sammy major, Watkins. It the sucks. Coach, the coach said major concerns. Yeah. yeah. He, why would you even let on? Yeah. Maybe he's trying to, like, out Fox Belichick. I don't know what he's trying to do, man, because he's been jabbing the Patriots for their injury report, so maybe he just went to complete other side. I don't know. It sucks for Sammy yeah. Watkins because, Bad. like, he was primed to have a really big season this year, the way yeah. he kind of ended last year, so it sucks for him. Um, all right, so T- Terrell Pryor, that's the guy you got to put in your lineup this week. Um, I do like him as well. I think he's a guy that just needs to be in your yeah, lineup. Yeah, I mean, real quick on Washington, I think they, we, they showed last week that they can score some points. Mm-hmm. Um, Cousins has thrown a lot of yards. He's like a thousand yards already, nine hundred and seventy mm-hmm. something. Um, and and finally got some touchdowns. I think they probably get some more touchdowns this week. Yeah, I mean they should play well. I'm, I'm a little hesitant on them. I'm forced to start Matt Jones in one of my leagues. Does the league where I have Des Bryant? Well, so I think I'm okay. I mean, yeah. I'm not expecting the world for him. If I back my way into a touchdown, cool. My thought process: I'm probably only going to get maybe 75, 80 total yards and maybe two catches. Right. I mean, it's not going to be a great performance. I don't expect it to be. 
But you, know, you you just don't know who's going to get the you're touchdowns. O- yeah, I mean, you're okay, though, this week. You're taking a starting running back against Cleveland. That's it. He's a starting running back. Yeah. He's going to get the touches. Uh, next up on the list, the disappointing 2-1 and one Seattle Seahawks, I would say, versus the New York Jets 1-2. and two. Eric Decker going to be out. Yep, Eric Decker out. Uh, Brandon Marshall probably has a pretty big week. I think he's officially off the injury report. I think Is that so. correct? Yeah, I think so. So He's a tough dude. Yeah, very tough dude. Uh Anunwa is probably a must start if you have him, especially in a PPR league. Yeah. It seems like uh, you know I don't he, I don't think he's gotten in the end zone yet this year. But uh, Fitzpatrick gets him the ball, he kind of yep. feels comfortable. And that Bills game, man, like so it was like third down every play on third yeah. down was just they going use him like to a tight end almost. It's very it's a interesting. big dude, yeah. Because yeah. if he's lined up with a slot corner, there's no slot corners going to muscle no, him. He's going to get to every ball. Yep. Um, I also like Matt Forte, dude. Matt Forte, I know. Seattle's good. Just I feel ride like Seattle's Matt Forte until he's hurt. There it is. Because you, if you're worried about him, get him hurt. He's yeah. not there yet. Yeah. So just yeah. don't be scared. Just of it. ride him, yeah. man. Just you gotta, you gotta have Forte in your lineup, even against Seattle. Like, I agree. Seattle's a weird team. There's this no year. starting running backs who are actually the starters that you can get away from right now because there's so many injuries. Because there's so you many. You just gotta yeah. be happy you have somebody. Who's Guy that good. you know is gonna get the touches yeah. and know is gonna be on the field. Exactly. That's all you can ask for from your running backs. Uh, from Seattle, like that offense is so blah right now. Like I just, I want no part of. I anybody. don't love it. I don't want anything to do with that offense. I mean, Chris, Kristen Michael's probably a good start. You probably have to start him, but I don't. Yeah, again, with the logic of being a starter, you know, just being the starting running yeah. back on that logic. Uh, next up, Bills versus the Patriots. Who knows who's playing quarterback? If you this know, please let me know so I can make I my decision. Don't want part of anybody. But it's the same thing. In daily, do you want anybody from? Either of those games. In daily, no. I don't touch them at all in no. daily. Um, I have LeGarrette Blunt and LaShawn oh, McCoy. I I, so I'm hoping those guys run. Um, I would love to start Blunt, but that's it. Blunt is a guy who is turning into one of my favorite players in the NFL. Yeah. And he just runs so hard. And honest to goodness, I think a lot of people think that when Brady comes back, his value drops. I don't think it's going to drop that much. I think all Brady's going to do to that offense is bring more points to the offense. Yeah, I think probably yes, James White are gonna gets get better. Some sure, something you know. But I don't think Blunt gets. But worse. I don't, yeah, I don't think Blunt gets worse. That's the exact right way to put it. I yeah. think Blunt will get his carries this season. He will get his red zone carries this season. He's going to score touchdowns this season. Blunt is a really good guy to start. And LaShawn McCoy seems like without Greg Roman, they just said, you know, we have a good running back and we have a pretty tough offensive line. Why don't we just turn around and hand the ball off to this guy and let him run? Yeah. And it's you worked. know, it's one of these things where it's what Philly did to DeMarco Murray last year. They mm-hmm. ruined him. Mm-hmm. They said, let's get you out in space. Let's cut you. No. Yeah. Good running backs. Let him run. Yep. Shady McCoy. Two years ago, you'd call him maybe the best running back in the NFL. Right. Surely one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. So Greg Roman comes in here, and he tries getting him in all these different looks, trying to split him out. Dude, dude just let him run. Right. He's a good running back. Right. He did it last week. I would expect Buffalo knows to beat New England, you can't turn the ball over. That means you can't have Tyrod Taylor in bad situations, which means LeSean McCoy's going to get a lot of handoffs. So I think Shady is a good player to have. Um, but again, that Patriots defense looks pretty darn good, man. And so you never know what you're going to get against the Patriots. Uh, next up on the list, another one o'clock game, the Carolina Panthers travel to Atlanta and this Atlanta offense is an offense to invest in when it comes to fantasy football. Am I right? I I agree. Um, I think you don't really worry about the running back split. I think you're probably going to get production from both guys at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, I would follow the injury report up until the last second with these guys. Sure. I know every week we do a daily fantasy uh, little post where we, we compare our teams. 
I can't commit to a team today because I'm following the Falcons running back situation. Because if Freeman's out, then I'm going Coleman all oh, day. Freeman is off the injury report. He's off the injury yep. report, uh, so he's good. So he's not yeah. sick anymore. No, he's not sick. Okay, I'll give so you he just had a little common cold. Yeah, I'll okay. give you an update here. So then it, you work it the other way around. If Coleman doesn't go, then Freeman's value becomes even sure, higher, both right? You know, I like having both of them. Um, I like starting both of them. I mm-hmm. think you can't go wrong. Um, on either Falcons guy. offense is, is running like, even smooth. Against Carolina. Right? Even against Carolina, I Falcons think they offense just are running very well oiled. Yeah. Even Matt Ryan, I'm not scared of Matt Ryan nope. this week. Nope. nope. I think you just roll with them until they prove. Yep. Out. If you got him, are you worried him. about Julio only having two catches? No, not really, because I think Julio. We talked about this before the season started. There is no receiver who is who has more who's more able to go bananas in a given week than Julio Jones. He's the guy that's going to have the 200-yard game this year, and he's going to have the three touchdown Sometimes coaches just find what is working, Mm -hmm. and the running game was just working. Yeah, it was just too good last week. And they wanted to keep New Orleans off the field, Mm -hmm. and so they just – Ran the ball yeah, it was a lot. great coaching when you right. really look at it. Yeah, you it really want, was. You help out your defense, get these long drives out there, keep Breeze on the bench. It's great. It's a great coaching by uh, Quinn. That's, right. That's his Dan, name, right? Yeah. yeah, Quinn. Well, who would you rather have rest of the season, Devonta Freeman or Tevin Coleman? I think I'd rather have Tevin Coleman just because I think Coleman's a better player than mm. Devontae Freeman, okay. and I think that he continues to rise in that offense because of his versatility. I'm not enamored with Freeman, and um, so yeah, I'd go Coleman. But it's not, it's not like seventy-five twenty-five. You know what I mean? It's maybe fifty. I'm fifty-one percent confident. You know what I mean? So I'm not very confident. But right. if I had to pick one, I'll pick that way. Because um, we talked way too much about the Atlanta Falcons. Who cares about the Atlanta Falcons? I mean, they're good, but like, who cares? I love them. <laughs> uh, next I'm, up, I'm Julio and Freeman. Talk about a team you love. The Oakland Raiders are going <laughs> at the Baltimore Ravens this week. I Three and zero Ravens. Two and two and one Raiders. These are two weird teams because the Ravens. I mean, Mike Wallace, is there anyone else on that offense? Maybe Dennis Pitta against the Raiders who don't cover tight ends. Uh, And Oakland, I mean, Carr, Cooper, Crabtree, do you like him, Murray? I like Oakland for sure. Uh, I like Cooper, I think. I think I like Cooper this week. Murray, I'm just waiting for him not to get a rushing touchdown. This is the thing with Latavius Murray. He's not The Raiders are... Are doing the exact opposite of what they did last year, and this is as this is coming from a. Would you, would you call me a very casual Raider fan? <laughs> no. Is that a good term? No. Slightly above casual Raider above fan. Above um, Slightly. Above last obsessed. year, Latavius Murray had over seventy-five percent of the rushing carries for right. the Oakland Raiders offense, as everyone knows. This year, the Raiders are not going to put him in that situation. They have two young rookies. Both are very explosive. Both can make the big plays. So Murray's only getting 15 carries a game. This is very good for the Raiders, just not good for fantasy. Correct. Correct, correct, correct. Now, here's one thing as far as Cooper and Crabtree go. Carr needs to figure out how to get them both involved early on to set the tone for the second half of a football game because he has gotten into trouble. This happened last year as well where he locks into one of them, and one of them becomes his favorite target. And it's usually then Seth Roberts, who should be the number three receiver, becomes the number two receiver. And the the odd man out between Carr and Cooper falls to number three. This can't happen. For, 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 For a Raider team going forward, and from a fantasy perspective, 
He can't get a guy like Amari Cooper, who's so talented. Last week, he just didn't get him the ball early, and then I was like, well, Crabtree got the last three catches, so he's feeling it today. So let me keep going to Crabtree. I don't like that from a quarterback perspective and from a fantasy perspective. Do you like the Raiders from a pure football uh, perspective right now? Because I feel like they're extremely balanced. And I think going into the year, you thought they were just going to throw it all over Correct. the place, right? Yeah. You thought Derek Carr was just going to yep. have 29, 30 points a game. Yep, yep, yep. But they're just better offense. They're better balanced offensively, which is just resulting in you have no idea who's going to be able to produce for you week Correct. to week. Correct. So from a fantasy perspective, it's going to get frustrating yes. for Raider owners because right. they're doing a lot of things and they're trying to get a lot of people involved as well. Right. Last week, Clive Warford had a touchdown that they called back on a penalty, but he's starting to get involved yeah, offensively. If he would have got that, it would have been two weeks in a row with the red zone touchdown. Exactly. Right? So like that's getting him involved more. Latavius yeah. Murray is getting in the end zone. Right. Crabtree's had a good game. Cooper's had some good games, but hasn't gotten in the end zone. Yeah. So there's a lot of... Then the, the rookie running backs are breaking the big runs and having the explosive place. So there's a lot of different ways the Raiders can hit you. So from a fantasy perspective, I know people who drafted Cooper probably drafted him in the second round. Yeah, and second it sucks you're not sure. gonna you're not you probably aren't gonna get a second round return on him, but he will have those peak games, so you yeah. have to have him in your lineup. But you are gonna sacrifice and maybe like last week he's only gonna have a couple catches sometimes. So you want Cooper or Doug Baldwin rest of the season? I'd go Baldwin because I know what I'm getting from Baldwin. Cooper Mar- Marvin Jones. I'd probably go Cooper on that one. Really? I think I'd go Cooper on that one. So you think Marvin's just kind of a, a fad at this point? To an extent, a little bit. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna go all in on that Green Bay performance because those were like cornerbacks slipping, and he should have yeah. been pushed out of bounds, and he just wasn't. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm not gonna go too. But I do like what Marvin Jones is bringing. But I think I'd still rather have Mari Cooper. Um, but then again, I'm the most casual Raider fan you'll ever meet. So. What can I say? A good transition there with Marvin uh, Jones because the next game is the Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. I think there's just a lot of offense in this game, right? Just a ton, a ton of scoring. I think so. I think Alshon uh, finally has a game yeah. this week. I think he finally – I think they just got to get him the ball. They just – they got to force it to him. He's the best player left on that roster offensively. Force the football to him. From the Lions' perspective um, – Stafford's going to be able to pick this defense apart. The Bears aren't going to get any pressure on him. He's going to sit back, then he's going to throw the ball wherever the heck he wants. Eric Ebron seems to be a guy he's trusting more and more every week. He's getting the targets. That's an interesting thing. Is it just the fact that Ebron is clogging the middle and that's where and Stafford's going to the second level middle pass instead of that quick underneath route to Golden Tate? I think they need to do a better job of just getting him the ball quickly. Right. And just that, but the only thing that that means is these are set plays for Golden Tate. Then that's what it seems At like. The only point, way they can get the ball that, to Golden that, Tate. Are you su- do you see success for the Lions making him the focus, though? I guess you have to come up with some packages for Golden Tate because he's too talented and he's too good after the catch and his ability to break these plays is too massive. But when you when you when their offense is is kind of the game last week was so weird. With the Lions, where that first half, you just couldn't, they couldn't get anything going. And you start thinking, like, what's wrong with this team? But then you see them in the second half where it almost seems like the handcuffs were off. Right. And they were able to kind of go a little bit freer. It's an interesting situation over there because Golden Tate is a guy who you expect so much from, especially coming into this season. But it just hasn't been there. And I think it's because they need to figure out how to force the ball to him. 
to whereas when it's a regular three or five step drop, Stafford might have the bigger eyes and might be looking past Golden Tate because Golden's usually not running a 15, 20 yard route. Can you, do you start Golden Tate? I think you started him this week against the Bears. I think you do. Yeah, I think you do. But if he has a game under 10 points, do you start him going forward? If I have something worth going over him, I would start over him. You know, then he'd just turn into like a bye week guy until he shows something. It's it's very fun. I'd be very frustrated. I had Golden Tate last year, and I and I and I liked having him last year, and I targeted him this year. I didn't but get my Mar- hand on he, But Marvin Jones is Golden Tate last year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Marvin Jones is a player. He is a player, and I think Stafford is very comfortable throwing to him. Maybe it's the drops with Golden Tate that kind of ticked uh, Stafford off a little bit because he's dropped a couple, and that's yeah. weird for Golden Tate to yeah. drop balls. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting thing going forward for them, but this week I don't think it's going to be an issue because the Bears are a bad football team. Agree. And they have a really bad defense. Agree. Okay. So go ahead, go ahead with your Lions players. Uh, first 4 o'clock game on the schedule. Talked about it a little earlier on. Denver Broncos take that amazing defense to Tampa Bay. I still think you probably are starting uh, Mike Evans. But I don't want to start Jameis this week. You don't want to start Jameis this I don't week. think so. No, I don't think so. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, I'd rather not. Do you want to start Simeon this week? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I'd rather start Simeon than almost C.J. Anderson. Yeah, me too. See, Because that front seven is very good, but yep. that secondary is very bad. Yep. So I think they're going to have a lot of success down the field. I think you're going to get a lot of – uh, Demarius and a lot of Emmanuel Sanders. I think so too. Um, I like, but I think C.J. Anderson is is probably a flex play at best. Yeah, and I think with Simeon, I think maybe I'm uh, being a little bit nitpicky, but he needs to do something that Card needs to do as well, and that's figure out how to get both those guys involved. Right. Because yep. so far it's been one game, one game, one right. game. So got to get them both involved, and I think this is a good or a bad secondary, however you look at it, right. to do it against because they're so awful back there. Um, Los Angeles Rams, not the St. Louis Rams, Los Angeles Rams, go to Arizona. Outside of David Johnson, do you want anyone from Arizona? No. I didn't think so. No. Michael, and well, outside it depends. of Gurley, or do you it even want Gurley? Are you, if you're in our Dynasty League, I really think Michael Floyd's very valuable and you should come get him. Other than that, <laughs> no, I want nothing to do yeah. with any of these guys. What's, 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 what's going on there? I, Carson Palmer is just, does not look good. Yeah. Um, Every once in a while, and this kind of works in all sports, when you have kind of a, a veteran group, a veteran core that's been around for a while that has had some success but hasn't won, sometimes it just all crumbles the same year. Yeah. And that might be the case in Arizona. I yeah. think everyone was just expecting, Everything well, they've done it, they've done it, they've done it, now they'll continue to do it. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily work like that when you have a – you know, mid-30s quarterback, you have a 30-year-old star-wide receiver, you have a, a banged-up O-line, the receiver, the injury bug has plagued, plagued their offense. And that defense, aside from Honey Badger and Pat Pete, it's the same old dudes who are just yeah. kind of going another year, another year, another year. And when you're 30 years old in the NFL offseason, it's very difficult to prime your body up, for yeah. the next season yeah. when you continue to lose deep in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the focus of the offense has just become David Johnson as well. Yeah. So it's probably taken away from – Spreading the ball all mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, I really think in that game, look, I, I they don't look good right you know, now. You know, obviously, Gurley owners have to keep playing Gurley, um, and you got to return this week, last week I should say from Gurley, um, but he's obviously in your lineup, and I think David Johnson, and realistically, um, outside of you having a depleted team and you know desperate for a flex, those are probably the only two guys should that should be starting, yeah, 
offensively. Do you want, you want uh, Gurley or Lamar Miller the rest of the season? Ooh. Todd Gurley. I just think Gurley's better. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what it comes down to. I, mean, I just Lamar, think Gurley's you better. You don't think Lamar's that good? I think Lamar's good. Is he okay? He's better than okay. <laughs> I don't want to devalue my own my own uh, produce <laughs> I here. I, I don't want to devalue my own produce, but he's good. But yeah, I'm not crazy about Lamar Miller. I think that, and I also think that there's just more bullets in that offense. Yeah. And Lamar um, Miller or Aaron Rodgers, rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, the rest of the way. Uh, next game, another four o'clock game. This could be an offensive shootout as well. New Orleans Saints, San Diego Chargers. Yeah, in I love San this Diego. game. This is probably the the daily, you know, winning game mm-hmm. of the week. Yeah. you're gonna put a lot of these. Guys I mean, in this the is the this is the week you get your Keenan Allen's in the lineup. You get your Danny Woodheads in the lineup. You know, you gotta <laughs> wow. play those guys, right? Wow, you gotta wow. get those guys wow. in. You gotta use those bullets yeah. when you have them. Hit me where it hurts, yeah, why don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I, I take anyone in this game and just Whoa. throw them in your lineup. Yeah, you know I what agree. I mean? It's it's it looks like Sneed's gonna play, so you throw him out there. Yep. Uh um, Fleener looked good last week. Fleener looked good. Yeah, Are they finally Sneed got and him are gonna going. be able to look good together. I think so. Okay. I think so because I think they do different things. Um and so I think Bree and and Breeze has about 385 passing yards to throw this yeah, week. So, so I mean, someone's going to get those yards. Sure. He's got a bunch of completions to throw. And same thing for San Diego. It's just that there's no there's no name in San Diego for you to run after. You I know what I mean? We, I think we probably underestimated Indianapolis's defense last week a little bit and, and San Diego on the road. Mm-hmm. And so San Diego's back at home yep. against a very bad New Orleans defense. Yeah, it'll just be – it'll just be – I think both those quarterbacks are going to shake the their hand – yeah. At, 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 at midfield before the game starts, and they're gonna say, "Have fun." Right. You know what I mean? Like just... Breeze is gonna tell him, "Like, have fun, dude. My secondary sucks." Yeah. And then Rivers is gonna be like, "Don't worry, bro. Mine sucks you got too. the same thing." You know? And then somewhere, AJ Smith is gonna be in the. It's somewhere wherever he is. He's no longer with the Chargers, but he's gonna be saying, "Ah, yes. Yeah. I probably got the two two of the better quarterbacks, slinging quarterbacks in the last twenty years." He's had them both in San Diego. Yep. Um, but yeah, they're gonna score a lot of points in that game. Another 4 o'clock game, your boy Zeke Elliott goes to San Francisco this week. How do you feel about huge. him? Huge. I think both running backs are huge this week. Is Hyde a good – is Hyde good? Let me yes. start it that way. Yes, I I believe he is good. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. I, I think, think with a quarterback right. that could take a little pressure off him, he'd be even better. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's nothing that says – look, they were down 37-3 to mm-hmm. and ran the ball. Yep. They're, they weren't trying to They win. know what they are. Right. Yeah. They know what they are. They're, they're just getting ready for next week by mm-hmm. just running the ball. And Hyatt's yeah. going to benefit from that. Yeah. They aren't going to go out there and sling it to try to win because they just they don't have anybody to do that with. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally have guys who can't make ro- other other rosters as their starters. Yeah, as their starters, which right. is crazy. It's, Cra- it's, it's crazy. Yeah, they have, like, number five receivers as yes. their starters. Yeah. Um, for Dallas, Zeke looks better every week. I'll give him that. Yep. He looks better. He's seeing things a little bit better. I think it took him two and a half weeks, two and a half games. It finally got into his head. He's not going to score a touchdown every time he touches the ball. And he doesn't have to. He's yeah, learning that he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have to. to. Because right. in Ohio State, he just knew he, he was bigger, faster, right. stronger right. than everyone, especially in Big Ten play. He was faster than anyone on the football field. Sometimes it takes those stud college players a little bit of time to get that in their head that they don't have to bounce everything. 
right. they don't have to think that they need to touch him. Sometimes seven yards is okay. Right. You know, and I think Zeke figured that out last week. I think he realized not everything. Let me lower my shoulder and get an extra yard here instead of trying to cut back and potentially losing four yards. Right. Or let me just run out of bounds instead of cutting it back to the middle of the field. I think he's going to learn that more and more. I think it's going to save him. So Zeke, in that regard, he impressed me a lot this week that 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 i really took to that and i saw that that he's learning how to be a better pro running back and that's going to help fantasy owners rest yeah i like zeke i like dak even without you know there's no no uh des this week Mm -hmm. he's officially out yep i still like z uh dak and i i really like cole beasley um and i think you probably can go out and get terrence williams so i was thinking he was in my free agent pool this week and as a des owner i was thinking about snagging him him. yeah Yeah. you probably he probably should be owned and i took robert i picked up robert woods instead Hmm. i think i'd rather have terrence williams as the season i don't know that. Bu- Terrence Buffalo just seems okay. to Buffalo's okay just running the ball though. They are. My fear with Terrence Williams is he's one more fumble away from just like yeah. getting out of the getting off, like getting off the team. I mean, yeah. you just you just but who else you just makes yeah. I mean, just Cole Beasley. Too. Yeah, just Cole Beasley. Just Cole Until Beasley. Until Des comes back, yeah, it's gonna be rough. They'll just keep running with Zeke. Uh, Sunday night football, right here on local four. Um, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. What happened last week to Pittsburgh? Ooh. Well. If you just looked at the box score, you have you have zero idea, right? Yeah. But if you watch the game, it was really wet. Yeah. I know that's stupid, but it really affected them. Yeah. Um. It they did not look good. Uh. They killed basically every daily fantasy lineup I had. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think they totally rebound. That's just the Steelers. You look at Big Ben two weeks at, into the season, you're like, how is this guy not the number one quarterback? Yep. He's a Hall of Famer. Blah yep. blah blah. And then he goes out and he has the weeks. You have to just deal Dude, with that when you like Big Ben. I. On my way home Sunday night, some idiot on the radio, on satellite radio, is, and I love people who just overreact, who just overreact. This guy's talking about how Big Ben's lost it. He can't create plays like he used to. And you know, guys, quarterbacks at that age lose some arm strength. I wish, <laughs> I wish I would have went on that guy's like website and listened to him after week two of the season right. when he probably would have been Loved like, oh, go. Big Ben, he yeah. still has this big giant arm. Yeah. I hate people who yeah. overreact, so don't overreact. Nope. Pittsburgh got smashed against the Eagles. It was crazy. No one expected Dude, it. Dude, the Eagles but it are happened. good. The Eagles' defense, they're it's just out there good. running. Yeah. They're just out there running and Jim blitzing, Schwartz and they don't care. Is just... And we all know, like, Jim Schwartz can the just The dude knows defense. He knows yeah. defense. He's not yeah. the greatest head coach. No, 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 not at all. But, but he can coach when it comes defense. to defense, you right. remember what he did in Buffalo two years ago when they sacked the quarterback, like, on every single drop back a couple right. of years ago. And then Rex Ryan goes in and makes it a 3-4 defense for some reason right. and makes everyone play out of position. And their defense has lacked since then. Same thing in Philly. This dude just runs, bro. Go after the quarterback on every single play. And so, yeah, I do like Philly's defense going forward. I think it's something that we're going to have to start looking at and saying, when you play against this Eagles defense, maybe don't expect the same returns that you've been getting on some of your star players. Yeah, I look forward to them coming back because I think they're a completely different team than we thought they were at the beginning of the season. Defensively, you're going to think it's going to be like a matchup when someone goes against Carolina, someone goes against the Vikings now, someone goes against Denver. You're going to treat your guys like, ah, this is not a good matchup for me. And then you're going to have Carson Wentz, right? And Mm -hmm. you're going to think, do I need to be starting Carson Wentz? (laughs) Do I need to be sitting Ryan Matthews? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Who is the guy? Do you go get 
Smallwood or Barner or or you probably should own Sproles at this point. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles are very interesting. That defense is very good. The defense, it's just too much athletes. They've built athletes on that team, which in today's NFL is going to benefit you, and it has for them. Uh, last game on the schedule, Monday Night Football. The New York Giants go at those Minnesota Vikings, that nasty defense in Minnesota. You called it, dude. I mean, you what what, what do we go week at? One, uh, you called it before week one. That defense is very good. I don't, I don't want to. I just don't want to write off the uh, those good receivers in New York yeah. again for another week. Yeah. But can you? How can you trust them against this defense? Yeah. It's where where's the trust factor? I mean, obviously Odell's in your you're line. You're starting Odell, and you're starting Sterling. I actually like Sterling Shepard better because he will get less of the focus, and he's obviously benefited all season from not being the focus. Um, but God, Odell, that's scary, man. I, I think you gotta. You gotta ride with him one more week, knowing that this week is not gonna be good, and then you, and then hopefully things pick up after that. Yeah, because Odell's another one of these guys where he can go for that two, three touchdown performance. Sure, sure. You know, he's, he's shown that week, it's not happening this week because the Minnesota defense doesn't give up two, three Listen, touchdowns. A I week. mean, Minnesota last week held Kelvin Benjamin yep. and Devin Funchess to zero, zero. catches, zero, combined. zero. Yes, it's unbelievable. I, I've never seen anything like that from starting receivers. They are so physical, not only on the D-line, not only at the linebacker position, not only at the safety position, but even on the edges. Yeah. They're so physical that when they get their hands, and the only, it's only going to get more and more because they're going to get the respect of the officials. Sure. It's what happened in San Francisco a couple of years ago where Richard Sherman played with his own set of rules as a corner where he was allowed to put his hands on anyone, but only he and Revis were allowed to do that. Right. Every other corner was getting a flag for it. In Minnesota, it's expected that they're going to punch you in the mouth every single play. And so referees are like, that's the way they play. Right. You know, we're not going to throw flags on them because that's the way they, they've earned that. It's such a nasty defense. Offensively, is there anyone you're comfortable with right now, four weeks into the season? I mean, Diggs. Yeah, I like Diggs, and, and, and I don't hate Rudolph. Because so do you like Diggs position. more than you like Terrell Pryor? Uh, this week or rest overall? Of the oh yeah, digs much. much you do? More. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like digs much more rest of the season. Um, I don't trust either running back for Minnesota. I wouldn't, yeah, neither I would I. Put him in my starting nope. lineup. Neither would I. No. So, I think digs and Rudolph. I would start Rudolph. Um, if you own Rudolph and you own Gronk, what do you, what do you do this week? Gosh, man, this Gronk stuff. I mean. I don't fault any owner who started Gronk last week. Me. I don't fault you. I can't. Because everyone would have started him. Right. You know, everyone would have done it because you just you there's that chance for that touchdown. Yeah. And multiple touchdowns and yeah. a lot of yards. So you have to start him. Um It's interesting with Gronk. I I don't know. I Obviously, when Brady gets back, his value goes up because Brady knows exactly where he wants the ball and where to put the ball for Gronk. I just I asked I asked this question to someone last week: Is Gronk a tough guy who just happens to get hurt, or is Gronk soft? No, he's a tough guy. Who just he's just a, he just plays with reckless abandonment. And he's so like, you're still calling him tough because of that. He yeah. still gets the tough banner for you. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I I'm starting to think that he doesn't get that with me anymore. Because he's six foot six or six foot five, 280 pounds. He's being hit by corners and safeties, and they're chopping him down. 
And I know he plays with reckless abandon. Yeah, but they're chopping him down. Nobody wants to hit him up high. And those legs are taking a lot of abuse. A lot. It's an interesting thing. I don't know. I don't know that I still consider him a tough player. I agree that he plays with reckless abandon. I agree with that. But I, I don't I don't necessarily think I just think he's one of these guys who's gotten a pass now because he, he he's so hype and he you know he screams after every catch and he's so he looks so big strong and tough. I don't know that I'm still calling him a tough player per se, but he's still a guy I'd like to have on my fantasy football team for sure because he's gonna especially when Brady comes back he's gonna be good. Right, so Ian, I already said it this week. I'm I'm not committing to a daily lineup. So what I want to ask you this week instead of comparing our daily uh, fantasy picks for this week. Um, which neither one of us won our little uh, yeah, daily fantasy I got league. Last week. Yeah, I think I had a little bit of a better effort than you, but still, hurt me. yeah, D'Angelo got you nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, who do you like this week specifically? You know what I mean? Like a guy that you just love that you're yeah. gonna have to have in your lineups. I love Carlos Hyde. Okay. Um, I I have Carlos Hyde in all my lineups. I won't give you my specific lineup. Sure. You know, but I love Carlos Hyde in all my lineups. Um. I had AJ Green last night, so that was a that was a great start for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like Blunt. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, until until proven otherwise. Um, I like Le'Veon coming back. I know he's you do. Expensive. I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm not scared. I'm not scared about it. I think it's a big, high risk, high reward type of play. I think the fact that D'Angelo did nothing last week helps Le'Veon. Yeah, because they're not going to try to share. I don't think there's going to be a time split when he comes back. I think Le'Veon's the guy, and for indications out of Steelers practice is that they're using Le'Veon as a receiver oh, with D'Angelo in the background. Oh, that's I not mean, fair. With, in the backfield. That's not fair. And you're going to get a lot more catches, I think, from Le'Veon than, yeah. you're, than you're used to. Um, so I really, really like Le'Veon this week. As a super laid-back, casual Raider fan, I always used to wish that the Raiders would put Darren McFadden out there yeah. when they had Michael Bush yeah. and just keep Bush back there and let him run between the tackles. Just and put let the best your, players on the field. Put the best players on the field. That's, I think, the way you put it. Um, I'll tell you what. You like Hyde. I think I like Zeke. I think I, 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 think I just want to have Zeke one week, and I think this is the week I'm going to have him on my team. This is a great week to I have think him. this is the week I'm going to put Zeke in there. Yeah. Uh, I think I just want him in there. Um, I'll also I, I'll probably go Stafford. If I spend the money on yeah. a quarterback, yeah. uh, I do like Simeon as well. But uh, if you want to go much cheaper and kind of build up elsewhere, but Stafford, I, I'd feel more confident, obviously, having Stafford in my lineup. Simeon, Stafford should throw a lot, and he, he should throw he, a lot of touchdowns. He will throw a lot. Of, he will throw a lot. Um, Unless Joyce Bell gives all the secrets away to the Bears and the Bears, <laughs> even if the Bears knew the plays beforehand, they, they could stop them. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, Dwayne Washington's probably a good play, even though I just traded him away in our uh, in one league. Nice. I think. Uh, He's probably a good play this week because I, I actually think that they probably try to establish the run a little bit mm-hmm. against this Chicago team mm-hmm. and then just hit them over the top. So you'll get – I think it's going to be a high-scoring game for the Lions for sure. Um, Another guy we touched on a little bit earlier on was Brandon Marshall. Yeah. I think that without Decker yep. um, and with such a poor performance last week, you know, for, for Fitzpatrick throwing the football with all those turnovers – I think he's going to just make a little bit more calmer plays, and I think it's going to be a lot more everything that's in front of him like it was the first two weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think Marshall has a bigger week, um, and he probably gets in the end zone for the for the, for the Jets' touchdown. So I'd go, I'd go Marshall as well. Yep. So I think those would be my three building blocks, would be Stafford, Brandon Marshall, and Zeke. 
and then I think I try to fill in elsewhere and probably try to get some of these lower price guys. Like I know the Falcons running backs are low. They're low because they're playing Carolina, and you yeah. don't know who's going to get the touchdowns. Yeah. So that's why they're yeah. low. I actually w- would probably stay away from them just because okay. you don't know I- in daily. Now I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. In my lineup in daily. I get you. I'm probably going to get Pryor in. I'm probably going to get uh, Williams in from San Diego and Benjamin in from San Diego. Wow. Um, because I just think that against yeah, Florida, yeah, sure. can be lots of points. I got Blunt in my lineup again. Again, only 5,000 on DraftKings. That's pretty low for a guy who consistently getting you 20 points. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yep. Um, I actually think a little contrarian play here. I, I think Cam has a huge bounce back week. Oh, okay. Um, against Atlanta, that defense is not very good. They they seem to play pretty well against Atlanta. Um, and I got Olsen in, you know. I, I, that's and look, my... Cam had the good bounce back after the week one loss. Right. He bounced back and had the good performance. Now he had the bad week three. He should bounce back. Yep. Cam's a good enough player on his own, and he's got the weapons. And you know they're going to look at that tape from last month, last week and say, okay, we got to get the ball to Calvin Benjamin. Yep. There's no, have to. There's no like, excuses, nothing. The ball has to go to him yeah. a lot. He'll have a big week. He should have a big week. Yeah. He's too big physically, literally, to yeah. not have big games going forward. So that's it, guys. You know that was a that was a pretty uh, extensive run through of this week's yeah, we games. Yeah, we got every game. Uh, we talked about every team. We talked about a lot of guys. So um, I've jumped on the Zeke bandwagon. Yeah, I like it. Get on. He's good. Yeah, let's do it. He's good. Yeah. Don't tell James I like him though. I I've been giving him Zeke. He took Zeke one hundred and one. Yeah. Like, Zeke stinks. Yeah. He's terrible. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But he's really. He's just really good. He's really good. And like I said. I think I fell in love that he learned how to be a football. He learned how to be an NFL player. He's obviously yeah. been a football player his whole life. But it kind of clicked for him last week, and I love that. I love that. That's going to help him long term. And I think doing it now will save him from that rookie wall come week 11, 12, 13, when his college football season would have been over where a lot of these rookies hit that wall. Yeah. I, don't, I think Zeke will run right through that. Yeah. So have Zeke in your lineup. I got Zeke. You got Zeke? I want to get Zeke. You can get some Zeke. Can Zeke play quarterback? He, he could play quarterback. Listen, can I start Troll Pryor at quarterback? About, there's nobody who's making it to minute 50 yeah, 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 yeah. in this podcast yeah, anyway. So yeah. do you want Aaron Rodgers? You can't play him this week, but do you want Aaron Rodgers? Of course. Who doesn't want Aaron Rodgers? You're just worried but about I just what I'm don't think. Yeah, I don't think I have anything to give. You got Lamar Miller. Yeah, but Jonathan Stewart and Adrian Peterson are injured. And so I need Lamar Miller. All that running back depth I had going into the season has been eviscerated. What if it's Rodgers? What if it's Rodgers and Jamal Charles for Lamar and blank? I don't know. I told you at the beginning of this thing, I'm a terrible trade partner. You I'm are. a terrible trade partner. Help I know this. This is why I don't make help trades. Me. I'm not good at them. I want you to beat Adam. I don't like hashtag trades. Hashtag not Adam Spindler. Love that hashtag. I need you to beat Adam. I'm trying to help you beat Adam. You know what? I need you to help win. I need you to win your division. I, so may, sta- I may start Brissette the rest of the season. That's not going to happen. I might do it. You're... I'm actually, I have a trade offer for Brian Hoyer out right now. Oh, My life is miserable when it comes to the Dynasty League. I'm trying to get Brian Hoyer. You can have Brian Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I'd take Brian Fitzpatrick for a third round pick. That's all I have to offer. You don't have a second? I no, we don't have a second. second. Yeah, I think yeah. I have that already. All right, guys. All that's right, the local for That's fourth on four. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week to do the same exact thing. Hit you on all the games. Let you know who to start. Let you know who to sit. Ian is on fire, man. He's go- he's gunning for uh, Matthew Barry's job. Um, until, then, until next week, guys. We're out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Peace.